County is full of amazing stories. And the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that lived them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole story told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Welcome back. We are here for another week of Where We Landed. We have some excite. We have an exciting guest here today with us and a super fan. But we want to make sure that you are aware. This is a podcast that just highlights the wonderful people we have here in Grant County. And our hosts today are Kylie Jackson, also running the board. Hey, everybody. Iris Brunner. Hey, yo. Myself, Alicia. Hello, everybody. And I will shoot it over to Kylie because she is going to do our little um fun event we're not allowed to call my icebreakers it's not really a f- yeah it's not a fun event either it's just i mean we're just fun. chatting just chatting just chatting but away. I can't, so if i can't call it yeah, icebreaker, don't call it an icebreaker right People so what is hate it icebreakers it's just a nib nose into Ooh. your life yeah we're just getting to know each other I like better nib nose yeah so, so today i want to know from all of you kirk you too what's the last thing you purchased open up your app the last thing you purchased on amazon all right. All right, Alicia, you got it open? I got it open. All so right, the last thing I purchased on Amazon was a book called The Plant Paradox, A Quick and Easy Guide to Healthier Eating. Oh. oh. When you said plant paradox, I thought it was going to be like, like how, to grow. Well, yes, so how to grow plants. Because don't you say you always kill them? I do always kill them. <laughs> this is a 30-day plan to lose weight, feel great, and live a lectin-free diet. What's lectin? Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's in uh, tomatoes. Yeah, it's a. a I don't and know. It's if bad it's a, for you. Well, they say it is, but you haven't read it's, it I haven't read the book yet. <laughs> okay, you have to report back. Right. So it's about like people you think you're eating healthy by eating tomatoes yes. and fruits. Don't and ruin vegetables. this for me. And Iris doesn't like tomatoes. I like tomatoes, not. so I'm good. So mm-hmm. that's tomatoes what, are like one of. Like one of those things that I'm like, oh, well, I'm, at least I'm being healthy. Staple. Right. Like and in tomato sauce it, and it could Bloody not, Marys. It could and- not be healthy. So I'm going to find out. That's right. the last thing I find out. You're going to let us know. Iris? Okay. So the last thing that was actually purchased on my Amazon account literally just came in about three minutes ago. And it looks like it's a, a game uh, from my son. So um, we're going to have to have some conversations here about this $2.99 that he just spent. <laughs> What's the last thing you purchased? But the last thing I actually purchased was, um, so uh, in the Brunner house, we our family has grown. Uh, we now have a new dog. Um, little man that we rescued from the animal shelter. His name is Bullseye. So um, we, <laughs> he's a sloppy drinker. Um, so we found this really cool. <laughs> so am I. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Aren't like, we all? I know. Aren't we all? Don't shame him. <laughs> I'm, I'm not shaming him. I'm just tired of cleaning it up. <laughs> but it's this Aren't dog. we all? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but. Where was it? Kylie oh, missed it. Shoot. Oh, Kylie's. There, there it is. Um, but it's like this slow drinking water bowl, like this thing floats so he can't stick his I wonder if we can put that it. in the punch bowl. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. All right. So, All yeah. right. So Interesting. That's what, I, that's what I bought. And I bought another one of those. Um, have you seen those slow feeders? Like oh. so the dogs don't gobble their food down? Mm. Yeah. Well, we already had one. Um, our other dog, Poppy, had graduated to a normal one, but now that they're both eating at the same time. It becomes a race. So she's back on a slow <laughs> dog dish. How do you oh, keep them from flipping them over? I, mine have not done that. 
Thatcher just yeah. puts her paw on the bottom of it and flips it over. She's and like, it I ain't got time for this. I got time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kirk. What? So, reveal yourself through Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Kind of boring, but it's a funny story. It's one of those shoe bag things that oh, you hang yeah. over the back of your door. Uh, so there's a restaurant across the street from my office in Swayze that may someday open. <laughs> and I finally caught somebody over there pulling equipment out. And I got all the sign, the letter signs and the pull because uh, I want to be able to put stuff on the sign. Okay. Uh, so like Swayze Days, The Date, okay. or Beat Frankton, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yes. Uh -huh. yeah. So I was trying to figure out how to store all these letters. So I thought, sure. well, I'll yes. hang them on the back of the door because I've already got them. You can alphabetize them. Oh, I see. It. I Amazing. thought you would appreciate that. As yeah. an I appreciate I, that. I love the organization. Mm -hmm. All right, Kylie. Um, mine, I made up the the prompt and and didn't check my own. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, I hope it's really good. Uh, I can't wait. Mine is not loading right now. Um, oh, allegedly. It's a, yeah. Very convenient. convenient. It's a, a six book box set from the Harvard Business Review about emotional intelligence. Oh, nice. So, All right. So it was recommended. I want a book report on that too. Yeah. It was recommended on TikTok. Uh -huh. So, yeah. you know, I'll need to. You're watching TikToks now. I have always watched TikTok. <laughs> She's now addicted to TikTok. I don't, I don't participate in you're, TikTok. You're claiming. That's what I say, too. I'm you just, say that, but you've been in two United Way TikToks. Yeah. Yeah. Look yeah. them up. Look them up. <laughs> As I say, yeah. I just consume them. I, I don't produce them. Yeah. yeah. The same. So I consume them a little more than I probably want should. to. Yeah. Agreed. But they're yep. so good. <laughs> but sometimes you get little nuggets, like the yeah. Harvard Business Review Emotional Intelligence box set. All right. So I'm I'll let you know. All I right. got a assessment that I got to do on my emotional intelligence for the new job. So I may be hitting you up. <laughs> Perfect. Because we all know I lack that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Well, all right. this is getting wildly out of hand. All right. Um, as we do. Uh, yeah. As we realize, um, we do have a guest in studio and I am, um, are we never not excited about our guests? We're always excited. We're always excited. We always tell them we're excited. I, yeah. Well, but we're definitely <laughs> like, over the really I'm excited. really excited for this one. Uh, and I would just like to point out that I had to ask twice because the first time he ignored me <laughs> because he said, well, if you asked me twice, I was going to do it. So um, I am happy to welcome in the studio, um, Kirk Hornacker. He is an agent with Norse Insurance. Um, super cool dad, super cool husband, super cool sports fan, um, super cool volunteer, like gives his super time. Super cool concession stand worker. Say, like totally gives <laughs> his time to like the jobs that none of us want to do, but he so graciously has been the lead of doing that and still is doing it, even though still. you're children have graduated and are no longer actually in the school, but we appreciate you. So I'm very happy to get the applause button. Ready. I'm very happy to welcome <laughs> Kirk Hornocker, self-proclaimed super fan of where we landed. Thank you very much. Kylie's <laughs> <laughs> oh, learning her buttons. That was my best intro yet. I, yeah. think. <laughs> I just made that all up. Nice. That's so good. welcome, Kirk. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate being here. I know. Well, um, Kirk shared with us in the green room that he has listened to every one of our episodes. So you kind of know the way this goes, huh? Yes. Kind of know. So I'm going to let you just go after that first question. I'm not even going to answer it or ask it. I will say he was really pressured too to be here. I know he was. <laughs> Got a lot of pressure. Got yes. a lot of pressure. So what's the question? What's the question? What's the first thing that we ask people to do? Oh gosh, he just went blank. Where, how I landed here. Yes, yes. That's right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, um, 
my wife and I are both originally from Anderson. After college, we worked in, well, lived in Noblesville. I worked in Kokomo and she was a school teacher in uh, the Pendleton and Lawrence Township school system, an art teacher. And then we relocated to Sweetser um, to move for a job with an insurance company that wants you to be a neighbor. So you have to be in the county where you live. So good neighbor. Um, <laughs> and then you don't uh, have to name it. <laughs> I think we all just sing it in yeah. our head. Yes. And then uh, about 15 years ago, I went to work for an independent agency and I am in an office in Swayze, Indiana and love it. Small town and just, uh, it's a lot of fun. You can mention the name of the agency you oh, currently work for. I think she did. Norris Insurance. <laughs> Plug it. Plug yes, away. Norris Insurance. They, yes. We have 14 offices and they're all in small towns. I always talk to people about our corporate headquarters in Amboy. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Maybe we need to visit. <laughs> yeah. They got a good market right next door. Yeah. Oh, excellent. I was there yesterday. Right. Yeah. Where yeah. I get all my meat and cheese. <laughs> yeah. So share a little bit about, um, as, as you just did give a couple of plugs for some things that you really enjoy about the small town feel that Grant County has. Um, what are some of those things that you just absolutely love? Or if someone were to come or someone's like, oh my God, you live in Sweetser. What's in Sweetser? Mm -hmm. Or why, why do you choose to continue um, living here? So growing up in Anderson, living in Noblesville, Noblesville was interesting because nobody that lived around us worked there. They all went to other places mm -hmm. and then came home. So it didn't feel Community. connected yeah. connectivity mm -hmm. that you talked about in yeah. a podcast that I listened to yeah! and starred. Yes! <laughs> when we moved up here, we didn't realize even between Swayze, Sweetser, Converse, and Amboy, the connectivity of that high school. You think, gosh, it's such a small school compared to, I mean, my high school graduating class was 380 kids and the whole school's 500 and something. Um, but we just immediately felt that it was close and everyone was connected. The church that we landed in in Converse, um, it just made all the difference in the world for us. Not that we chose a specific place because that's where we want to raise our kids, but it couldn't have turned out better as far as a location and the opportunities that we had to raise them here. How long ago was it that you moved here? 2003, okay. October of 2003. And it's kind of funny too, because the weekend that we moved in was the pumpkin walk in Sweetser. Oh. It was in October. And I put the kids to bed and all we had was like a bed in our bedroom. And then everything else was in boxes in the garage. My wife had gone to California. That that was odd timing. <laughs> she took Kate, who was she a newborn. Really, really and doesn't to, want to unpack boxes. Yeah. Right. I'm oh. going across the country. That was, that was not smooth. it. Yeah. That was smooth. And the mover who moved us up here was the one that took the Boilermaker special to the Rose Bowl okay. in his big semi. Oh, so I thought that was interesting okay. connection. So I look out the windows and there's fireworks going off and I'm thinking, I have just moved to Mayberry. What is going on? Is this, is <laughs> and you really kind of did. Yeah. You're yeah. like, let me go check this out. And then of course, because during that time frame, every Friday or Saturday night, there was a Tenderloin dinner or something. I thought, well, we're never going to have to cook on the weekends. So that's <laughs> right. Good. But, um, but yeah. How was your experience with the first Swayze Days rummage sales? Boy, you just be careful. <laughs> <laughs> just just know that someone's going to run across the street in front of you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. 
that was my Mayberry experience. Yeah. I was like, why are people just running around in this town? I don't know what's going yes. on. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, so um, I know you very well. Um, also know your family very well. Would you like to talk about them a little bit? Share a little bit? Yes. So my wife, Beth. Um, Love her. Elementary school <laughs> art teacher. Uh, went to Ball State. Um, her emphasis is painting. She loves painting. She taught in the Lawrence Township Schools and Pendleton. Her mother was an art teacher. Her mother's best friend was my art teacher. Hmm. When she got her master's, the cover of her master's thesis was a piece of my artwork. So, oh, yeah. how amazing. Wait yeah. a minute. Do you and hold that over your wife that your art has appeared on? I don't hold anything over my wife. Good answer. Good answer. Beth's the baby of six. I'm the baby of five with a twin. So yeah. big families, mm -hmm. but there's an age gap. So we all, we kind of grew up on, like only. as only kids mm -hmm. because our older siblings were gone, which is challenging now at our age because our older siblings are older. Mm -hmm. And so they have, you know, those kind of situations. So our have three daughters, uh, Veda's 24. Margo just graduated from Butler and Kate will be a sophomore at Grace. And Very so, good. yeah. Kate, yes. Kate was born this summer. We moved up here. Okay. So, okay. so th this was a good place to raise your family. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Could not have imagined. I can't imagine a better situation. So, um, a little, um, I'll bring it up just cause it's kind of hard to figure out how to work it into the conversation. Yeah. But one of the things that made it so perfect for us, Veda, my oldest, her first heart surgery was when she was 21 days old. She had a stroke when she was two. So she has always been in that special needs um, uh, area as far as her academics and the school system was great for us and them understanding the things that she needed. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of different schools could have helped us in that way, but we just really feel blessed with all the instruction that Veda got and all the extra help that she had throughout her school years. And then Margo and Kate, um, you know, they excelled academically and also in sports. And so it was a good fit for them to be able to, we never pushed them. I'm never pushed them specifically towards one sport or another or anything like that. But we um, just wanted them to be the best them they could be sports wise. And they really had some nice opportunities to do that. So you mentioned your wife graduated from Ball State. You mm -hmm. mentioned uh -huh. where your kids have graduated. Mm -hmm. Where did you go to school? Mm -hmm. Um, there's a university in West Lafayette, Purdue <laughs> University, um, Iris. Yes. Same colors as my university, but not because yeah. we were Manchester. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Same colors. Right. Almost, almost the same. I Well, I was mistaken for a Purdue <laughs> cheerleader one time when I was on campus in my stuff because it was all the uh, right colors. Right. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to deny it, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I uh, graduated from Purdue University. And and um, uh -huh. so it was, go ahead, talk about it. What, I was going to say, I brought up. up my cheerleading yeah. background I'm for a reason here. So you might as well share about it. And we well, want to know what you graduated in. Yes. Oh. Okay. So the degree was uh, financial planning and consulting. Ooh. I think they changed the name of it a couple of times while I was there. Yeah. And uh, it was interesting. It wasn't in the school of Cranert business, but we had all the same textbooks. They were just one number different classes. And so um, 
I let my twin sister buy all the books, and then the next semester, I'd have her <laughs> you give used me the books. Up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's just good financial that's an, planning. That's what I was going to say. Right? That's, that's Perfect. definitely good. Financial planning and consulting. <laughs> consulting. <laughs> um, so the letter jacket that I have from Purdue has a megaphone on it because I was considered a cheerleader, but I was Purdue's mascot, Purdue Pete, from 1987 to 1990. There you go, Kylie. Um, I love that so much. I feel like I need to know everything that you got to do. Right. <laughs> Hey, tell uh, us this pull, story. He's pulling, pulling up pictures. Yes. So um, let me go back a step. Um, <laughs> yeah. now, how do you even land that? Yeah. Well, you have a history. And when I was a senior in high school, oh I was the Anderson Indian mascot. Nice. So if, you see, if we were going to do like two truths and a lie, uh -huh. I was going to say one of them was on Friday nights, I used to dance under a spotlight in front of 9,000 people. <laughs> Which would have been the truth. Yeah. We're going to need those pictures for the social media post when this, this episode is. She's like, nah, I don't think so. I know someone. Yes. And, and sadly, two days ago, I think it was, the school board in Anderson announced that they are yeah. no longer going to have the pregame ritual, which we had always had, which mm -hmm. is fine with me. Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting. Anderson now is a combination of Highland, Madison Heights, and Anderson, and they're trying to incorporate plaid and Indians and everything else, pirates. <laughs> so it's a little... Mm. They're a little yeah. confused mm. about, yeah. the, yeah. about the idea. Well, you can put the there. Scots on the boat to mm -hmm. come here for the pirate thing, oh, but adding right. the Indian piece, and it just kind of gets a little weird. Yes. Yeah, we're stretching. Yeah. So <laughs> That's one of those situations where, isn't it better just to start over? Yep, yep. Just wipe the slate clean. So obviously, uh, Anderson had the rivalry with Marion, and yes. you guys got the best of us most times. Yeah. But my senior year in 1984, we had about 6,300 season tickets sold because we had Troy Lewis, who was a senior and who was co-mister basketball. Now, I also remember being a cheerleader in the Bill Green Arena when Giants James Blackman scored 50 points against us the year before. <laughs> and then at state, we held him to 52. So he only scored oh. 102 <laughs> points against us that year. Only. <laughs> but how, how did you end up, how was it decided that you got to be the mascot? Well, you had Anna to raise Anderson. your yeah, you oh, had you, you had to raise your hand and try out now. Or no, everybody okay. everybody avoided eye contact except for you. Okay. <laughs> so my brother Jay was also the Indian mascot in oh, 1979. So it was a legacy. Oh. I didn't get in because I was a legacy. I had to earn it. <laughs> Right. So the old joke about Norm Held when he came up for Bill Green's retirement is that he had had a street named after him in Anderson called Second Street because we were state runner up in 79, <laughs> 81, and 83. So my junior year, we were state runner up. One of my best friends who I ran cross country with won the Trestor Award. Oh, um, it was So that was fun. And then the next year, um, we got beaten the semi-state, but that kind of set the table. And then, so when Troy was going to be a senior at Purdue, um, someone suggested I would try to be Purdue Pete and right. had no idea what that would be like and tried out and made it. And so, yeah, that, and back then we only had two. Now I think there's like five, but mm -hmm. it's, uh, but it was so, unbelievable. So did like, you have to do, what did, I mean, what did you have to do? I mean, his face is covered, so it's not face. It's just your legs, right? Yeah. It's mostly just your legs. Right. They, um, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you've got a picture you, on your phone. I know you have. I don't have picture a picture it going this way. Yeah. 
as uh, this or my yeah, life. Both. <laughs> both being, is fair. Being a guest on the podcast, were you prepared for this? <laughs> okay, so I would challenge any of the thousands of people listening to the podcast right now. Go get a paper bag in the garage, cut eye holes out of it, put the bag on, and walk around, and it literally changes you because no one can, yes. no one knows who you are. Yes, and you yes. can do the goofiest stuff, and you can get away with it. Yeah. I would go. I would ride my mountain bike the wrong way down Russell Street against traffic <laughs> as Purdue Pete because who's going to hit Pete? Right? Yeah, <laughs> especially in West Lafayette. Yeah, yeah. And I would go Honk to the and wave yeah. And, <gasps> and if they were rivals, I'd wave the hammer. Um, <laughs> but I would go up to the motorhome lot, and so it'd be like nine o'clock, ten o'clock on a football morning, and I would just walk into people's motorhomes. Wouldn't even knock. <laughs> oh my god! And like, I, it's Purdue Pete. <laughs> and years later, I have mm. talked to people that remembered that they were like they took a picture and put it in their motorhome that per day Pete just walked in and it was I you love it was that. you I love that so we were only required to do football basketball and volleyball so men's and women's basketball and of course the volleyball was attached through a tunnel and then um the um Football. football. Okay. <laughs> Our football was somewhat forgettable then. So. Right. And and an unspoken rule too um in being a mascot is you never reveal your identity, right? No. So no one knew it was you. Some yeah. you kind of figure it out. I mean, I had a jacket that said Purdue Pete on the back that I wore to class. <laughs> so I kinda people kinda knew. But like, but like when you were Pete, no one knew it was you. No. Yeah. No. Because it could be one of well, there Whoever. were two of us, right? Which was interesting. After could you'd you get ever a football be seen game. in the same place? Yeah, well, <laughs> but when you'd get to the end of the football game and you'd meet the guy that had to do the volleyball game that night, and you'd give him this sweaty outfit that he <laughs> had to put on because we only had one. Yeah, mm. kind of felt bad. I was gonna say, um, in my former life, I did a few stints as a mascot, and I have to tell you, it is literally—it's hot. It's but very it hot. so much fun. Wait, Ever, what? You, were the, Ever, you were the pig of Via, yeah, right? Yeah, I was Piggy Banks at Via. <laughs> nice. Yes. I want you to know I was the first one to do a cartwheel with that pig head on. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just everybody just wants to know, like, who's in there? Who are you? And, and you're just messing with them the whole time. And you're like, <laughs> and then you just scurry off. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there are definitely some schools where they keep it secret. You're not supposed to know who. But like the leprechaun, some, yeah, some mascots. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Well, one of my favorites is the Oregon duck. Um, yes. I just, oh my gosh, Paige has this really cool picture <laughs> with the Oregon duck. And it's so funny. He's standing next to him and I'm not even kidding you. He's like pointing at him and like, he's got his bill up just right. So it looks like he's laughing and pointing at him. Love it. Favorite picture. Yep. <laughs> Kirk, um, is there like, um, I don't want to call it a fraternity, but do the, do the people who have been Purdue Pete do you like keep in touch is there a club do you guys have a handshake <laughs> what's it like he can't tell it's you the a, handshake a shake or something yeah <laughs> this episode of where we landed is sponsored by Nick McKinley State Farm and Mortgage Company located right next to Marion High School on 26th Street Nick loves this community and is always giving back by supporting things like this podcast you can support this community too by purchasing your insurance through Nick you get to enjoy State Farm's amazingly low rates and his team's remarkable customer service. And did we mention he can also help you get pre-approved for your next home loan or even refinance because Nick has teamed up with Rocket Mortgage. Nick McKinley State Farm is your one-stop shop. Give him a call or text at 765-674-BANK. That's 765-674-2265. Don't have time to talk on the phone? Send him an email at nick.com 
at nickhasmyback.com. Thank you, Nick McKinley State Farm and Mortgage Company for sponsoring today's podcast. Like a good neighbor, Nick McKinley State Farm is there. So two years ago um, was the 60th anniversary of Purdue Pete. So the Purdue Pete mascot, the little caricature that was invented by University Bookstore, and then they created an outfit and a head and all that. <clears throat> and so they had us go out on the field before the game, and we got, they, we had to leave at halftime. It was during COVID. Things were kind of locked down. But it was also Daryl Hazel, the football coach. He got fired right after that game, so I don't know <laughs> if I had anything to do with that. Again, we weren't that good. So when I did it, there were only two of us, and then I kind of lost track of it, and I found out that there really was that kind of a grouping, and there was an email list and they were getting together and it was more when they had four or five of them at a time. Okay. Now I've found out they all have like a certain Purdue Pete tattoo that they get. Oh, oh, and Where? so well, <laughs> you can't see it when the outfit's okay. on. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Um, so Everybody, I was he pointed at his backside, just so you know. <laughs> so I was able to meet some of those guys. It's just it, it's a lot different when you're older. I mean, I had more fun talking to the. Purdue Pete's from the fifties and sixties that were the originals yeah. um, than the newer guys, but it was fun. And, and so we don't keep in close contact. I know the, the newer guys do, but yeah. And yeah, I had the Twitter account at Purdue Pete, like in 2009, I thought, Oh, what if Purdue Pete's available and held on to it for like 15 years and then Another, donated it to them. Yeah. They asked me, because oh, I, I follow nice. Purdue Pete. And well, it used to be, it used to be the real Purdue Pete and now it's Purdue Pete. So uh, okay. I thought I'm not doing anything with it. So yeah, you can have it. And so they sent me a box of bobbleheads that they'd given away at a football <laughs> nice. game. Yes. Kind of Here's a box of leftover swag. And thank you for saving our Twitter account. Yeah. So it's not something kinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, funny. <laughs> well, that's so awesome. Good. So you are now. Yeah, we could talk about that for graduated. Yeah, you've got all that sort of stuff in place. You have moved here, so you're a transplant into our community. What are some of the favorite things you have found out about Grant County that you're just like, oh, this is so cool? Right. So yeah, I do like the history. I love the 1812 battlefield and how about them pork chops? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Right. Yes. I um so I actually <laughs> I volunteered for that mm -hmm. field trip all three years as my oh. girls were going through uh Sweetser Elementary. So nice. that was fun. I thought Paige would let you go with Leo. <laughs> Your microphone cut out. Just <laughs> Um, so <laughs> carry on. <laughs> yeah. So that, um, I enjoy the Cardinal Greenway and the Sweetser switch trail. And then yeah. now it connects all the way to Converse. So I think that's a nice resource that we have. Um, what's something when someone from your life outside in comes to the community that you're like, Oh, we have to go here. We have to do this. You yeah. have to experience this. Yeah. When your twin sister comes to visit or your brother, where's the one place they always want to go. So, and, and it's, it's not even, well, okay. So we love, I mean, this is more a restaurant uh -huh. angle because yeah. I'm more of a food type person. Um, so are. Jefferson street and the new imagine burger and then, um, bad dad we love yeah. and grains and grill mm -hmm. and pains. So kind of the ones, but I mean, Obie's and, um, Las Amores. I mean, mm -hmm. there's now right downtown, there's some really good options too. And I'm yeah. excited to see what's happening. And I'm kind of like cheering, you know, mm -hmm. that, that that becomes more of a thing because, well, and 
who knew we had a Chick-fil-A inside Iowa, you know, yeah. I've had it's to go there, there to for a little yeah. bit. only open when the students are on campus, just so you know. Right. <laughs> right. Don't go. Uh, Don't go um, now. And, uh, Chuck wagon and Plymouth club. Cause we're Chuck pizza wagon. people. Yes. So yeah. And Chuck wagon has a, uh, slice of pizza mascot, by the way, it I have does. not, I have not even asked and, uh, <laughs> I've volunteered your services. <laughs> so do you, do you guys know that you could have like a pretty Pete wearing your pizza cast? Oh, streams are crossing. That's they, they should, <laughs> that would be amazing. Don't cross the streams. Now, in Switzer, they have a night where the uh, fire department delivers your pizza yes. from Chuck Wagon mm-hmm. with wow. the fire trucks. I really think that maybe the pizza slice mascot should be on that fire truck. <laughs> maybe once. Maybe Come we on, need, we need to call it's it Chuck for Wagon. the children. <laughs> it's for the kids. Well, and you know, my kids will tell you that I'm. Um, kind of a sucker, kind of a crier sometimes. I mean, there's this one Applebee's commercial. The first time I saw it, I cried and I was so embarrassed. It was like forever our coach. They're like, coach, can you help us hang this picture? And I was like, (laughs) but the first Christmas that we were there, Mm -hmm. I thought, I think there's a fire over there. And it was Santa Claus on the fire truck. truck. I didn't know they did that. (laughs) And I went out to the end of the driveway and they're throwing candy and stuff. And Beth looks at me and she says, are you crying? (laughs) It it's was like so when I walked into Mary. Disney the first time. Yeah. I yeah. walked into Disney and I got emotional because I was like, I'm here. Oh my gosh, we need to go to Disney together. It's Mayberry, right? Like, it's so great. It's just perfect. I love it. Yeah. And if they find out there's kids on the streets, we live at the end of a kind of dead end street towards the school. They found out that we had young children and changed their route so oh, they would nice. go right past my house. And we wouldn't have to walk to the end of the street to see Santa Claus. When we lived in I mean, Noblesville, we were right, yeah, we were right on State Road 32, so we didn't set alarms because traffic woke yeah. us up. Yeah. We moved up here and we're like, oh my gosh, we slept in. It's like 830. What happened? <laughs> and it's because it's so darn quiet. quiet. Right. <laughs> All so the traffic quiet. happens at like five o'clock in the morning when the tractors <laughs> fire up to go out to the fields. <laughs> There's that. There's that. There's that. There is that. Oh, good stuff. Kylie, you have... I didn't know if you had a question. Yeah, I do. I want to know, we talked a little bit off air about, um, you seem to be a little bit of a techie with uh, your podcast listening. And um, I just want to know what other stuff you listen to. Besides us. Right. Yeah. After Obviously. you've listened to the new episode of Where We Landed, what it, what do you listen to next? That's right. That's right. So there are um, there's a, a podcast app that I use called Overcast, and I've just found it's kind of the easiest one for me to navigate through. I listen to a little political stuff. I try not to listen to too much. Um, but as far as the tech stuff, it's more – a lot of them are very Apple-centric, and I don't have a Mac computer, um, but I like the personalities. And, of course, I told you guys the reason that I like yours so well is because you guys get along so well. It just makes it fun to listen to. And then, oh, by the way, you get to learn about people that you might not have ever met. So, um, but, yeah, it's kind of all over the place. And Just pick two. Oh, I was going to say, what's two. your favorite podcast besides us? Besides you. <laughs> so, so which one's number two? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. So, gosh, I wish this would tell me how many. So there's one called Back to Work with a guy named Merlin Mann. And another guy named Dan Benjamin. And, you know, they're people who are famous on the internet, and that's about it. But it is a lot of, um, it's a lot of just how to get through your life and use technology to help a little bit. It's not like, that's not, I'm not saying that very well. Um, 
it's just the personalities are yeah. really, really good. And you like listening to them and how they go through their lives and do all that. So, yeah, good. Um, yeah, <laughs> keep going. So yeah, um, phones are ringing. We're having emergencies. That's okay. I'm just kidding. So there's a um, a chef named David Chang uh, who had restaurants mm. out in uh, like New York, actually all over the country, Momofuku and a couple others. But oh. David Chang, and he is a really interesting personality, especially through COVID and how that has changed the restaurant industry. Oh. So you guys are too young to remember this, but there used to be a restaurant at Keystone at the Crossing called Dalt's Grill. And I worked there for three years after college. So I always have thought everybody should work as a waiter or a waitress at some point because you appreciate yeah. customer service and how to do it. And so he has been talking about how COVID is going to change the restaurant industry and how much we pay for food and what we look at it as, is it theater or is it just a meal and something to consume? And so that's interesting yeah. to listen to. And um, for me, whenever I'm thinking like, Oh, I want to go out to eat. Like if it's during the work day, I'm like, I need something that's good, fast and reasonably healthy. Right? right. Like that's my thought process. But when I'm thinking about going out to dinner, it's like, I want to go to a nice dinner. I don't mm -hmm. do fast food for mm -hmm. dinner. I want to go, I want to sit down. I want to enjoy my drinks. I want someone else to do the dishes. I do look for more of the theater piece of it as far as I want to be cared for and I want my family to be cared for in that moment. But I have also noticed since COVID just in my interactions with wait staff and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I have a, a better appreciation for maybe a realization that they don't necessarily get paid to be there, they really do rely on that tip structure. Absolutely. And so I've noticed that just my tipping tipping and gratuity has gone up since COVID for the fact that like they do right. have still had to work in that environment and they still had to interact and put themselves at risk in a way that even some salaried staff and stuff didn't necessarily have to deal with or work with. So um, that one's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah. And you think about in terms of when everybody had to transition to curbside mm -hmm. and delivery only. So then what do you do? What are you tipping on? Because you're really not getting service. Some people would say, but yet the people that work there still need that income. So you right. can't just not tip. And, you know, you could go to a restaurant and the person who's ringing you out and taking your order and bringing it to you, you realize it's the owner. And so, uh, you know, their struggles, we need to continue to support all of our independent local yeah, restaurants yeah. because um, it's a real make or break time for them. Well, and I mean, I can do a little throwback here too, because like while when we talk about some of our favorite places to go and eat and to do things, um, we no longer have the ice house, but like if right. we'd have been doing this, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, I think that would have been number one on everybody's list. And that's literally mm -hmm. just because everybody knew Iceman. He mm -hmm. came out, he talked to you. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, he literally made you feel like the most important person in the world and that he was so happy that you were there. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, like you get, um, the ice house was still open when I worked in the congressional mm -hmm. office mm -hmm. and our representative at the time, that's where he wanted to go eat when he was in Marion. And it was because he would see people, he would yeah. see people, mm -hmm. but, Steve would put him over in a corner mm -hmm. and he would not see people. Wow. It was an opportunity. If we took him anywhere else, I mean, here's this, you know, guy in a big Accessible. suit and he's got all of these, mm -hmm. you know, 
tons of people. So you just looked like you were important. And it was hard for him to sit down and actually eat and have mm. a meal without people wanting to come up and talk to him all the time. Mm. And so Steve was really great too about in those moments when Dan needed to say, I just need a little mm -hmm. space. Like Steve would sit down and chat with him, but yeah, he, Steve just kind of knew like, yeah. right. Like what you needed in those moments because mm -hmm. he knew his customers, he knew his yeah. clients. Uh, Jim, Mer Jim Mercy on Twitter has trivia questions and the trivia questions are fun because they're typically right. things that are not stuff, easily right? he gives you the tickets and well yeah, he does sometimes. a $500 yeah. um, gift card to mm -hmm. the restaurant of your choice and so oh. you have to respond with the trivia question answer and the name of the restaurant ah. so you'll see all different kinds somebody did, replied to one the other day and it was Bungie's Tavern and I thought oh, oh yeah. I forgot place. about them so, so much fun yeah. um, speaking of local restaurants um, I was I can't remember. I think it's United State of Indiana. They make um, like uh, Indiana T-shirts, but they recently did. Well, it would have been March. They did like a March Madness of local restaurants, ah. and so it was like a whole like bracket, bracket thing okay. of local, like like. So for every community, like what's the place that everyone knows about? So like Ivanhoe's was on there, mm -hmm. and Bungie's Tavern, and cool. um, trying to think of some of the other ones around here um joseph de Quay mm, and yes. up in roanoke and so it was really interesting and kind of that same thing like um it, i was able to make a list of like places i want to make sure that that i, I say i want to see the bracket and, like right. start checking things <laughs> exactly <laughs> it seemed, yeah, it seemed like a, pre a pretty cool like where do you want to go to dinner well <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my gosh. well as we were continuing to talk about food um, you <laughs> can you tell it's close to lunch yeah <laughs> You did say that your family loves pizza, and I know we talked about a couple of local pizzas, but if we were to do a pizza bracket, okay, no matter where it is, mm. what's your favorite? Mm. And what, I, what do you order to? So Basbo Pizza in Broad Ripple, mm. and there's another one on Massachusetts Avenue downtown. Um, and they have a four cheese pizza, Quattro Formaggio, and we always get that. I, I always think we're going to get something different, and that's what we always get. Uh, yeah. How does it stack up and against Chuck E. Cheese? And it's <laughs> always good. Pizza. Well, yeah. it has three more cheeses. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Okay, Basbo. So maybe I've maybe? been to Basbo's on Mass Ave. Okay. Same. That's where we would go from the State House, and I've had the four cheese pizza. And it that's feels amazing. like they were one of the original artisan type pizza places and then a guy spun off from there and did some guys and pacinis and there's several other places mm -hmm. that do the smaller crispy crust pizzas but mm. basbo's the original what about you guys i want to give a shout out oh. uh to i ate just recently at the tomahawk uh formerly <laughs> Mishingamisha, and they had it's called a cheeseburger flatbread mm. oh, oh my gosh mm. it was so good like it just had like beef and they had, I don't even know what I was on, but it was so good. And like, I took the leftovers and then I forgot them in my car. Oh, <laughs> so I was like it. so upset. So I was thinking like, I need to order a couple of those and just take them home. But I really enjoyed that. Is that your answer? Um, as of today, that's my current favorite. Okay. <laughs> All right. We've, we've talked about absolutes before. Right. Like, I know. I, she's I can't not do absolutes. With absolutes. That's why I don't have a tattoo either. Because like, what if I don't like it tomorrow? Or if I find something else I like I better. So, so for today. For today. It's that was my favorite. cheeseburger flatbread. Yeah, cheeseburger flatbread. All right. What about you, yeah. Alicia? Um, 
I would have to say today. So, and I don't, I don't do well with absolutes because I have two. Look what I've done. I have Look two. Um, I really, really love the Supreme Deluxe Pizza at Plymouth Club. Oh, okay. I get like the eight inch Deluxe, and it's PC got all this stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, PC brick oven. Mm-hmm. Um, but our family favorite is the all meat pizza from Chuck Wagon. Oh, it's oh. so good. Yeah, I mean, it's like meat delicious or it's got yeah, some it's ridiculous. Of- <laughs> I call and I'm like, I just want the one that's all meat, and she's like, okay, no problem. <laughs> and then I go to pick it up, and then I always get there. They have these <laughs> these homemade like ding dong muffins, like Ooh. a. And it's got the little swirlies on the top, the whole nine yards. But they're literally, you can't see my hands. They're literally like the size of a softball. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. And we split it between four of us. And it is so good. Mm. Sounds yeah. amazing. Wow. So we I do pizza not, for lunch? I do not yeah, tell my family <laughs> that they also have amazing cheesecake at oh, Chuck Wagon as well. Yes. Too, but And they're Who huge knew? pieces. But yeah, Chuck Wagon's whatever meat pizza is the... <laughs> <laughs> and also shout out to Bad Dad because oh, yeah. they yeah. really put a lot of effort into their pizzas. Um, I've the not one had guy's a pizza from there. New York and the son. We, we oh. went, um, it would have been right after Thanksgiving, and they had, a, they called it the leftover pizza. Oh. And it was like gravy and turkey. I know. Oh my. <laughs> So I'm waiting for the ingredient that's going to make me turkey, cranberry. Um, what else was on it? Oh gosh. But we were like, we'll try it. And we were like, is there any left? <laughs> we need some more of the leftover pizza. Like it was so good. Yes. Yeah. I, I, think, pizza I think bad dad. Uh, so our traditional family answer would be pizza King. Oh yes. That's pizza what we have King. for every family birthday. <laughs> and it's always the debate over where, where Which we one? get it. Which so I'm a, a Marion South. Mm-hmm. Um, my my parents now live in Randolph County, so they're mm-hmm. Parker City Pizza King people, and uh, I don't believe in that. I'm, yeah. No. So I grew up on Marion North. Mm-hmm. Then I, when I came back after college, I switched to Marion South, South and I, I still go to Marion yeah. South. I want to give an honorable mention to the Converse one because it's really yes. good, yes. too. I was yes. going to say, really I was Gas City, and then we moved to 28th Street. Yeah. And I became like, yeah. oh, South all the way. And then we moved to Converse and I'm like, oh, it's Converse. Well, and <laughs> when um, when I was in Bloomington, they didn't have Pizza King. And then someone actually from Marion, you would ask me your name and I can't think of it, but she actually was moved down to Bloomington. I know. <laughs> well, um, she moved to Bloomington and she opened a Pizza King down there. Well, in, Lafayette, in Lafayette, it's yep. Arnie's. Uh, Arnie's, okay. And my and, mom and dad went to high school with Arnie. Okay. Oh, so when we, yeah. So every Friday night that we go to the lake in Montana, Monticello. Okay. If we don't get, get Arnie's, Arnie's, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Oh. It's, so, it's the same. It's the same, same family. Same. Yeah. The yeah. son owns it now. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's everywhere you go. It's the same. Whereas Pizza King can vary from mm-hmm. location. Yeah. But, but it's a similar pizza. It's yes. that thin. Yeah. No. Chopped up pieces. Party yeah. cut. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. But I, was, I agree. What's Bad it? Dad is my, is, would be my personal answer right now. Okay. But we've forgotten one. And I know it's not Grant County, but I've got to say it out loud. Always. Always. Oh garlic knots. If you're not getting garlic knots. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, the, 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 question, the question was pizza. Pizza, not garlic I know, knots. I know. Okay. Um, They're the only garlic, garlic knots. knots. But they do <laughs> yeah. have a great pizza. I think it's called The Godfather. Oh. And somebody will correct me on this. Yep. If you, if you, people that like Oli's love Oli's. Yes. Like if you've been there, you love it. And yeah. where is Oli's? Uh, between Roanoke and Fort Wayne mm-hmm. on oh. 24. Mm-hmm. It's in a strip mall. You would miss it if you didn't know it was there. But it's amazing. That's where the best pizza is though. Yeah. yeah. That's right. But I think it's called the Godfather and it has chunks of 
like cloves of garlic. Yes. Whole garlic mm. in it and pieces of steak. And like one piece is like two pounds. And, oh my gosh. Um, yeah. What's your interest level in like a Chicago deep dish oh, pizza? Is I'm that interested. even on the radar? Oh, no? I'm always interested. But there is a debate of whether that's pizza or like a casserole else, yeah. or something. Mm. It's it's too much sauce for me. Yeah. Have we gone too far? Yeah. I like All pizza in any form. form. <laughs> I like pizza in any form. Yes. Same. <laughs> well, well, I consider, back to you, Kirk. <laughs> I consider each one different. Yeah. Like I could eat it all week. Just give me a different, yes, different, different right. place. Right. All right. We got to say. But I like leftover okay, pizza Brooks. too. Okay, <laughs> Brooks. Brooks upper crust pizza. Brooks. Okay. Got a shout out to them too. We just spent 10 minutes on that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, welcome back to Pizza Talk. <laughs> right, Pizza Talk. We're changing the name. This is what happens. <laughs> Scott's going to come back next week, and we've completely changed the format of yeah. this podcast. I'll be like, why are we talking about pizza? <laughs> because I'm that's so what confused. we're doing now. Baz Bo's four cheese. Ask, on my list ask Kirk the question um, oh. from earlier. The uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the question is, what would your band's name be? Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you had a band, what would its name be? Oh. Or you could just tell the joke of why. why yeah, that was funny. it's just when you hear a random phrase, and <laughs> I would just say to my kids, "Oh, that was the name of my band in high school." And half the time they'd say, "Really? No." No. So, what was the original name yeah. of Van Halen? The sounds of Las Vegas. The sounds of Las Vegas. I would not hmm. have known that. So. Van Halen so much easier to say. Yeah. <laughs> However, whenever I hear it, I think of Van Helsing, which then takes yeah. me down a whole other rabbit <laughs> yeah, hole. Vampires <laughs> and all this stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. It is. It is yeah. what it is. <laughs> like, we've literally had so much fun doing this one. And yeah. I, um, is it over? I don't I mean, I can't see the clock. It's we, close. We can keep oh. going. Like, this could be an extra long, like, extended extended <laughs> version <laughs> what else do you want to share with us kirk that we haven't asked you about well you're an empty nester now right kids kind are of, all yeah so, so what does what does life look like now with no no babies in the house well so veda who is mm -hmm. still still lives with us at okay. home so got the one that's out of college and one that's going to be a sophomore but i mean it's really not that much different than the last couple of years they're coming and they're going you literally have to look at the driveway to figure out who's home which right. kid is here yes. which car? but you know when i was growing up my dinner was a plate in the oven and i got to it when i got to it yeah. after practices and all that so yeah it's it's as your life gets busy and you adjust beth has a studio that she uses where she paints in swayze and so that keeps her busy um veda with her she helps out at the horse camp in uh, converse yeah. and also works at lucy's which is great. Oh, great that's a lot of fun i would What's drive Lucy's? somebody What's so Lucy's, Lucy's car wash is right on the county line on the Grant County side so mm -hmm. technically it's still Grant it's County. still Grant County but in one of the bays they have a drive-through convenience store and they have gourmet sodas and food and they sell cookies from the Amboy market and different things and I just saw that they have a six dollar lunch special oh, so yeah. um you know there are certain times where you'll go by there and you'll see six or seven cars in line yeah my boys like, love their pretzel bites oh yeah this. with queso Mm -hmm. Well, I was yeah. going to say, like, my daughter's 13, and that's, like, her Starbucks of the generation. Yes. So it's like, are we going to be close to Lucy's? Can we go there? Let's go to Lucy's. I have a gift card. I'll give you $20. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> you see, to text me, Alicia, swing by Lucy's no, on your way. No, I'm not feeding the Because I live right there. <laughs> we go there a lot. And she's, she's helping at horse camp this mm -hmm. next oh, And, and so we work. literally yeah. drive right by it. And so I'm like, I tell her, I'm like, I give her a deal. I'm like... I'll pay for two, you pay for two, you know, something like that. So, yep. so <laughs> we got to stop every day. 
do you know so what is the story behind how lucy's opened do you know that story well i don't want to i don't want to get it wrong but i know yeah. the the frank family um because uh, it's a car wash. Yeah, it's a it car is wash. still a car wash, mm -hmm. but they converted one of the taller bays that I think might have been for RVs, RVs or something and like things, that. Yeah. travel trailers and such. And they converted that. And Lucy, their daughter, is the one that runs that for them. Hmm. And so um, it's just it's a neat opportunity for her to have her own situation, her right. own thing. And then, you know, there's a lot of kids, that's a summer job for them and they enjoy it. I think Beta would probably do it for free. Don't tell them that, but. <laughs> so we need to find out if one of the Franks would like to come on yeah, and maybe absolutely. we could interview yes. them. As a, yeah. um, so you said um, practices and stuff, like what sports did you do when you were growing up in Anderson? So I was cross country and track. Um, the cross country coach and the team came to my last track meet in eighth grade and they said, are you going to run cross country next fall? And I said, yeah. And they said, okay, well, we meet at seven on Monday. <laughs> You're like, and okay. we, ran, we ran a thousand miles that summer and we had thousand mile club t-shirts. Oh, so wow. um, That's it was, impressive. Yeah, it was fun. We had a real nice team. Uh, we won North Central Conference all four years I was there and hadn't won since the 60s. So that was kind of a nice little mm. Did you get to thing. dump some dump, dump some gator? Aid, no, that wasn't water. a thing back then. Oh, okay. Um, so that and track, um, did not play basketball at Anderson for obvious reasons. I'm just not that because you were the mascot, I was busy, right. otherwise yeah. occupied. Yeah, yes. yeah, you were dancing in front of 9,000 yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, and my uh twin sister also ran cross country okay. and track, so okay. yeah, so that was fun. Um, and then yeah, no sports per se after college. I mean, out in college, I was on the rowing team for oh, a year. That's um, a sport. And I did, yeah. I mean, it was a club sport, but yeah. And then did a lot of um, uh, cycling with mm. the the bicycle racing club. I never actually was in the club, but I would chase them. So. <laughs> as, 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 Pete. as I was going to say, as yeah. Pee Wee Herman. So <laughs> Iris is dying right now. <laughs> oh, that was good. Good stuff. So Pete Pete on a Pee Wee Herman bike. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I need that picture. I need that picture. Does that the, exist? In the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> no, He's like, no, 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 it's not. He just doesn't want us to to, to look for it. Hey, <laughs> we did talk um last week about uh Prior to guests coming on, we're going to start Googling them to see what oh, we can find. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. will we find? Because <laughs> now we can do Purdue Pete during the at years you were there. Oh. And it's a 50-50 shot that it's you. One of the, <laughs> one like, of the blessings uh, about social media not being around <laughs> in the 80s and early 90s mm -hmm. is that there's no record of a lot of the dumb stuff. I But she done. used to work in the president's office, as I she point did. at Kylie. She so did. she may have some resources that we can access. <laughs> now, there was... I Use I my power for good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember this his name, good. but there was a guy that worked for the University News Service, and he was kind of the official photographer of Purdue, and so he was everywhere taking pictures, and I... I know that they had an archive of actual photos and films somewhere mm -hmm. at the university. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for them to digitize that so I can search for like oh. Purdue mascot during a certain, I had a friend who went to the, the senior night, um, my last night as Purdue Pete um, at a basketball game. And my friend Charlie took a whole roll of film and then he lost the roll of film. <gasps> and I would look, cause my Dang. parents got to come out on the court and I actually took the head off oh. and kissed my mom. Oh. Um, 
but no, it was a fun time to do that. But there's just like hardly any of a, even high school, I graduated in 84 and the oldest YouTube video I can find of an Anders of a game in the wigwam mm-hmm. is from 85 and we weren't in it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else. So um, I'd love to go back and look at videos of Paige Brunner running uh-huh. and different yeah, things exactly. like that. They just don't exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Very well, true. Kirk. We're running short on time. We spent way too much time talking about pizza we today. But, <laughs> but before we go, you've mentioned the some podcasts. Um, what else are you consuming? Uh, TV, music, books. books. What are, um, I was kind of glad when I saw Scott wasn't here because he's, <laughs> he's going to ask what I'm reading. And I just am a little too ADHD to read. I can't focus <laughs> yeah, you listen. on yeah. a book, but mm-hmm. I love audio type uh-huh. stuff. So I listen to anything like getting things done, productivity. Oh. I, I like those. Um, uh, there's a couple good podcasts I can recommend right now. One is called Smartless and oh, it's Jason yes. Bateman. We love it. We love it. Yeah. So that one's really good. They have interesting guests. It's funny how if you will listen to enough podcasts, you'll see the same person pop up like Dave, <laughs> Dave Grohl from <laughs> the Foo Fighters had a book things, and he yeah. was on everything for yeah. about a month. Maybe um, we can get him. Next. Yeah. The but, other yeah. one is, uh, <laughs> David Spade and Dana Carvey. Uh oh. And it's called, I just listened to one with Bob Odenkirk, who used to oh. be a writer on Saturday. I had listened Night Live. to him on Smartless. Yes. Um, and now I can't find it. It's, um, but yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it. Keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> See, he's used to the stall, right? I love it. That's how yeah. often he listens he to us. He knows the stall. It's called Fly on the Wall with Dana Carvey and David Spade. Oh. So they do interview a lot of people that were on like Saturday SNL. Night Live. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people that were writers that you never even really knew about. Yeah. And you, yeah. you learn all about the whole process of how they do it. Very cool. Paige and I have given each other recommendations on things to watch. Um, I have like a, what? I, well, I created a list. Oh, and, but, <laughs> he know, learned that on one of his productivity books. <laughs> but, well, I got tired of people asking and I couldn't mm. remember what to I'm tell watching. him, but um, he's given me some suggestions and then, you know, like the wire, there are certain oh. that you just have to watch again. Some yeah. of them, I mean, I just finished or I'm, I'm caught up to date on one called Tehran, which is set in the middle East, but um, Glenn Close is in it. Mm-hmm. Strangely enough, she I popped up. Heard of it. What are you watching that on? It's on Apple Plus. Apple Plus. And there's another one on Apple Plus called Chasing Horses with Gary Olden, Oldman. And oh. they're, they're um, British spies. I try to find ones that are like the British spy type mm. stuff. Jillian Anderson was in one called The Fall, where mm-hmm. she's a detective. Yep. What is I've the, watched that one. What's the Formula One show that you're watching too? Oh, Drive to Succeed. Drive to Drive to Succeed. Mm. I feel like Paige drive said to something. something. Yeah. Yes. Paige had said something about that and that you had watched it. So yeah, each season, each episode kind of focuses on a certain team mm-hmm. or throughout the, the year. Um, and a lot of the teams didn't like it because if they didn't have a great year, they didn't like all their stuff being exposed oh. that they didn't exactly mm-hmm. know what they were doing, but mm-hmm. drive to survive something like that. Anyway, a lot of people are saying that that, that formula one has become more popular because of that show, because people realized how wow. interesting yeah. it was. Right. So that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I think we need to put an X by his name and have him back. For real. I, mean, I, mean, I feel like we've been saying that. that. I feel like we've been saying that. Every, yeah. I think you would make a great. You make a great. Yeah. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Kirk for joining us. We appreciated learning more about you and uh, I'm looking forward to some pictures 
when we get when we get done here, I'm gonna do some yeah. googling. I feel right. I feel like none of this is gonna air. <laughs> It'll all air. <laughs> I mean, you, you listen to this enough. There's you signed the sheet. It's airing. <laughs> we, we do no editing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Creatively editing. <laughs> Make me look smarter. <laughs> uh, so thanks again, Kirk, for joining us, and thanks for listening. Um, like us, subscribe wherever you're listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. See ya. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas. <laughs>